Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match, a podcast where husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question, who's right and who's more right? Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. This is Shelby. And this is Chris. Welcome to this week's episode of Met My Match. As she just said, uh, this week we'll be going over a couple different things. Obviously starting off with our weekly updates. Yes. A taste test. Mm Mm-hmm. And how first dates go for the opposite sexes. We do want to apologize for anybody who was sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for an episode last week. We uh, had a bit of a hiccup, so we're making it up for this week, and then we'll, we'll get back on schedule next week. I think the only person that was concerned was my sister. She sent me a message with, um, you know, that GIF, or I guess it's it's from uh, Chappelle's show when he's the, the cracked out person. He's yeah. like, you got any more of them episodes? Oh, Jesus. That's what she sent me. So All I was right, like, well. that's the perfect <laughs> GIF. Thank you. We're, we're sorry, Lydia. Well, this episode's <laughs> coming out today, so don't worry. You will definitely listen to it. Yeah. Um, and the 10 other people who are listening, yeah. we've gotten a pretty stellar followership at this point. Maybe if we uh, get some advertisers on board or join a podcast network, possibly. So we did get two things that popped up for us in case anybody oh, was worried oh. about what's happening. Um, we did get advertisements, so just the main ones that come through. So mm-hmm. if we put them on there, it might get a little more listenership, but we also did get access to video podcasts. Oh, spicy. Spicy. Exciting. Yeah, we'll see what we do with that. All right. Well, let's get into the weekly disputes. First one up, which is better, frozen margaritas or margaritas on the rocks? What's your take? Mar- frozen margaritas are always going to be my favorite. I just, I love the slushiness. I love the, I love slushiness. Like, I margaritas on the rocks just that's just water or just uh basically juice with ice see okay and i'm like in the whole sense of frozen margarita that's mostly ice and water so you're not getting a whole lot of the actual margarita so i'm on team on the rocks but uh for me i'll say it's i guess maybe a texture thing I, I don't know. I just I, I get I, that. I, I enjoy it more when it's like a slushy versus like a regular drink. So then when we're at Chili's and we get those $5 margaritas, you're just like, I wish this was blended. And They're always blended. No, they're not. Well, sometimes. Sometimes they're on the rocks. Most of them are on the if, rocks. If they're, if they're blended, I enjoy them much more. Okay. So he's he's a, a, a blendy biatch. I'm he's, a blendy biatch. It's a good little foot. Fancy. Hashtag blendy biatch. <laughs> he's fancy. Shout, he likes out, his... shout out to my blendy biatches. <laughs> Like his little frozen margaritas. I I think the only reason why I don't like them too is because most of the time they're like pre, it's like a pre-mix or whatever. And so Fair. they've never really added or they're not adding um I mean, if you're doing that, you're, you're not getting a fresh. <laughs> yeah, it's fresh not home, like. Which I can understand. It's not like made right there in front of you. Like usually the ones on the rocks are. Yeah. So that's my only reason why I usually go I towards that route. I will say it does have an advantage. There. Yeah. So we're going to uh, disagree on that, man. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. If you make more money than your partner, do you cover more of the bills and expenses or is it split evenly? Now, I put this on our Twitter because I saw, I think either a post by a friend or I saw it on Reddit. Somebody was saying how their husband or boyfriend, even though they make like three times more income than they do, they're making them pay like uh, rent, utilities, I've definitely and like seen it as a Reddit bills. post, so that, that's a thing that pops up a lot yeah. with couples. So what do you, what do you think? Um, 
Say so. What was the actual question again? If you make more money than your partner, do you cover more of the bills and expenses, or is it split evenly? I mean, for us, I I obviously cover more because uh, I I had the job. Yeah, in our situation, you make a little bit more than I do, yeah. and you obviously have a solid job being in the military, and obviously you haven't quit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> haven't needed to quit the job. I would say for <laughs> me, well, obviously I'm a very uh, is it pragmatic the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Use it in a sentence. This person is very pragmatic. Oh my God. <laughs> that didn't help as much. That's so uh, basic. But, but I'm very much the, obviously I make more. Um, and obviously where we're living at, I'm going to be the one to pay or foot the bill for most things. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense for me to pay. I'm not going to force you to be like, Hey, you need to come up with half of the rent. Yeah. But what do you think of those situations where there is a, um, two, you know, two partners, let's just say, and one partner is like still making that other partner, pay or you know either split it evenly or they're having to pay just as much if not more than here's, the other person who's making more like, what, what do you I, think about that here's what i would say if, if um if you're the partner being paid more and you expect half to come from your other partner's making less mm -hmm. then you have to you have to live on the on the pay scale that your other partner is living on like if you if you're say if your part if you can afford 15 1500 dollars a month easily um and that's what your half would be and your partner should also and you want your partner to also pay that much but they can't afford to then that's when i think that's when you have to be like all right well i want i want us to pay half and half 50 50 um that's when i think you'd have to go down to a lower either a lower mortgage or lower rent um to afford that yeah if you're going to want your partner to afford the same amount as you you're going to have to mm -hmm. also accept the fact that they can't yeah if you're doing like the whole extreme um split things evenly like right down to oh gosh netflix subscription let's just go that far down oh, um you know uh i pay for some of our subscription stuff you pay for some of them too um i wouldn't say our situation is split evenly like not at all no. um but i i feel like it's not a sympathetic situation if that person is <clears throat> making like let's say 200k a year and you're only making like maybe 60k a year i mean it also helps i think we're both already the type of people who like when we go out with friends and stuff we don't keep track if we pay for them or if they pay for no us. we don't we don't yeah. it's kind of like so we've already I brought, got this we've already brought them in a relationship and the mm -hmm. full fact that we accept that obviously i'm paying for more things more often yeah um, so that's, i don't think it's an issue to us i think for but like i said for couples like that if the partner who's earning more wants the partner who's earning less to pay half, mm -hmm. they have to accept what that partner can live on. Yes. Yeah, it's also like, well, I'm also not going to be able to do a whole lot of stuff if you're making me pay evenly on everything else. So what do you expect for me to have like a better car, you know, like a better phone and those things? No, Correct. I don't because I'm spending just as much as you are and I make less. Yeah. So I don't think it's technically fair in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was an interesting um, question that was posed, and I think most most of people most of the people that were on like commenting that I saw were in favor of what we we're yeah. the same line of thought that we are in. Yeah. So anyway. So now we've talked about buying things. Mm -hmm. um, let's get on to the and first thing we bought this weekend. Okay. Which is the next hard seltzer we are trying? Yes, this is from New Belgium Brewing. It's called Fruit Smash. And there are three flavors. You want to read those out? The three flavors are Berry Blast, Tropical Punch, and Peak Lemonade. Uh, the big thing they talk about this is the fact that it is made with real juice. 
It also says, say bye to basic. We know basic bees. Apparently. Open her. No basic bees. All right. And it's only 4.7 alcohol. So I'm a little sad about that. Because usually these are like five and if not more. Well, so, so the, big, the big thing with these, they're it not. It is a bigger can. Yeah, it's a bigger can. It's not a slim can. Mm-mm. Um, 100 calories about the usual one. Yeah. Uh, one gram of carbs. Pretty decent. Yeah, okay. Bad. Um, which one do we want to try first? Uh, well, I'll see. I accidentally picked up a tropical punch. Okay. Tropical punch sounds like a good one to start off on. Mm-hmm. And they have like really cute designs on the cans. Like the one that you have in your hand has like a dinosaur on it. It's got a dinosaur on a skateboard and a Hawaiian <laughs> t-shirt and dice. Just really funny uh, graphics. And the pink lemonade has a, what is that? Like a, what kind of bird is that? That is, I don't know, I don't know, a peacock? No. no. That's a cockatiel? Maybe, it's pink. And then there's dice and dominoes and all, all right, kinds see, of stuff. See how you feel about that. Okay. I have my own kind of reservations about it. I don't know if I liked it all that much. The smell was instant. I got mango right away. Did you? Yeah, I could taste the mango. <laughs> yeah, it says real mango juice and natural flavors. So there you go. Duh. Would I continue to drink them? Probably. But I say we go out and, you know, get the, all the fruit smash they have up on the, up in the store. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, not, not, uh, not terrible. I'm iffy about mango flavored stuff anyway. Like I love actual mango, the fruit. Yeah. But when I smell it, sometimes it smells like a fart. Sometimes it smells like a fart. Sometimes it smells like a fart. So are you saying this tastes like a fart maybe? No, it doesn't taste or smell like a fart. So that's pretty good. But they're the truly mango trulies. Dude, those smell like there's a fart in there. <laughs> this is a fart like hiding a in the faint, can. A faint whip until you get like your nose buried deep in there. Yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, let's go into these first date situations. I, I love your ability to transition from subject to subject. You're welcome. It's like it's like a bull just punishing through a wall and just smacking everything into process. ADD. So yes, as uh, my wife very much promptly stated. Uh, the big thing for this episode is talking about first dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were driving in the car and we thought, what, what could we talk about in an episode? Mm-hmm. And the idea of how men and women are different in first dates just popped up. And it's like, that's that's a pretty fair bet. Yeah. yeah. And to, to disclaimer, this is only for straight couples. We also don't know how other sexual orientation couples handle their first dates. And so... This is mainly how. Well, now you made it. Now you made it very like we're not going to talk. No, it's just that that's all we were able to find. And you mentioned man versus what a woman does. So technically, we're going into whole hetero. Thank you for dates. thank you for establishing that and all before we start. Well, I don't want to exclude people, but we are excluding people in a way. I mean, it just because we how, we can't it, speak on those things. Does it that just make said sense? how men and women prepare for dates, not how men and women prepare for men and women dates. Okay, fair. Yeah, I will and shut it, up now. And this and this is also. So this is an article we got off uh, GQ magazine. So this, it, I mean, oh it's, dear, it, yeah, it's an article someone wrote up. So really, what we're talking about is just these subject lines of each point. Yeah. So they could they could apply to anybody. Okay. It's just typical of what people assume and believe. Okay. So like the first thing being, for instance, women tell everyone. Um, I would say I would tell, or I think I have told like closest friends, mostly out of like security purposes, like hey. I'm going on a date tonight or tomorrow night. Um, just letting you know when I'm excited to, in case I get murdered. Fair. I think pretty much every <laughs> woman I've known has like 
always talked about their first dates or a woman I've been on the first date with and more or less. So that's my friends about yeah. this. Like that's, I would say it's a fairly common thing for women, not so much men, but that's just my, and since I've, I don't think I've ever talked to a guy that's like, yeah, I'm getting ready to go on a first date. It's going to be fucking lit. <laughs> Why do you have to say it like that? I have no idea. For some it's reason, that's how it. all men in, my, men in my head talk. <laughs> okay. All right. Next point. Women want men to take the lead. So, again, I think this goes back to more straight couples. Well, I mean, so, yes. However. Because this, this, this is specifically the sexes, so, this, of course. This goes in the whole, like, chivalry issue thing. I don't know. What was, it was, uh, uh, yeah, make the first. Yeah, so women want men to take the lead. Take I'll, the lead in what yeah. way? Like, uh, ish, initiate the first kiss opening the door like what Possibly, are we thinking so this is a very like when we say gq oh, magazine maybe this is, like this they is very want much them, a like hey let's think backwards of like a 1950s maybe like they want them to ask them out so the article and they wrote actually said women secretly hark after traditional values and want men to show their assertiveness oh my god they want they want men to ascertain that this is their women okay yeah um I don't know if that's still true. When did this article come out? <laughs> uh, 2017. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, so still pretty recent. So um, I, like my own perspective? I disagree, but I do understand why they think that because yeah. that might be still the majority um, of people. I mean, I'm that kind of person where it's like, I'm at the age and mentality now. It's like, if I want to go out with you, I'm just going to ask you. I mean, and I think that's what we did. So you and me also dated in our 30s. So there's very much a difference in how Fair. we dated in our 20s. But I, will, but I will say this. I feel like this uh, article is a bit too hard on for that. It's like, men need to be assertive. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. And it's like, women secretly want to be led. I'm like, ah. I think it'd be okay if you're okay with your masculinity. Like if, you know, the female were to ask you out yeah. or to be like, hey, you want to go out for drinks sometime or grab coffee? Like whatever. It's just a simple ask and it yeah. can go both ways. And like, I don't know. Now here's a controversial one. Uh -oh. Controversial one that you might get a little mad about. Uh-oh. Women overanalyze. Overanalyze what? <laughs> Overanalyze everything. It literally says women read into everything. Okay, I can speak for myself. I can't speak for every woman out there. I can say that in times of anxiety and kind of like maybe a little work, like stressed about the date or, you know, just very anxious and nervous about the date, I might overthink a few things like, oh my gosh, did I shave my pits? Oh my gosh, what is he going to think whenever he sees uh like i got a zit or something you know like what if he sees that and he's gonna be so turned off um did i remember to wear enough jewelry but not a lot of jewelry to be like oh she likes whatever so she's it's a, hilarious she's a fancy about you over analyzing this is specifically talking about texting oh yeah see i'm thinking about the date but yeah, yeah I, I i do sometimes read in a text a little bit too much and i probably should and i have to remind myself like look they have two brain cells and they're not even thinking like that. Wow. Because there is a time when you were messaging me in the beginning and you would just like say like nonsense. I'm like, I kind of want to have a conversation with this dude and get to know him a little bit before we go on a date. Yeah, apparently I'm a terrible talker. And you were just like, Joe Schmo, blah, blah, blah. And you would just like do send random messages. I know you're being funny and I know that now. At the same time, I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to get to know him in person. <laughs> and now you've read everything. <laughs> and I was reading into it thinking like, maybe he just, I don't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand it at first. All right. So while I read the next one, you can open up the uh, pink, pink lemonade. Yeah, pink, pink lemonade. lemonade. We'll see how pink lemonade tastes. 
Hopefully right. better. So this next part is women stress about the small stuff. Why is this all about women? I think the first part's about it, but it's like, a, I'm assuming a man must have wrote this because it's very much a, no, Marid Malloy wrote this. Okay. Well, whatever. Women stress out. Yeah. Um, again, I can only speak for myself. <laughs> um, I, I do stress out about some small stuff. I'll admit, especially past me on dates and everything, stress yeah. out about small stuff. Yeah. Um, like, you know, getting, getting there, wherever the location is on time, um, making sure that, oh gosh, like I don't want them to have to pay for some things. I'm going to, it's, it's a first date. I don't know. My, or some of the rules have changed. I don't want to have to pay I think this is written with a bit of chauvinistic intent. Yeah. Because like the way it's the, what's written in the second half of this is like, men got to help women out. Um, <laughs> help them choose what kind of drink they should get. Help them choose because what she kind can't, of food they should get. She can't think for herself. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm the more we read into this, the more I'm like, oh my God. I promise you. If GQ magazine. What the hell? Yeah. If you've already like picked out the location where you're going, if she's an overthinker, she's already looked at the menu at least a dozen times. Yeah. <laughs> And, and has also looked at like the hours of operation, its Facebook page to see like what specials they got. Yeah. She already knows. Speaking of stressing, how is this pink lemonade? I did out? not like it. Yeah. This, uh, I don't, I think fruit smash sounded great when we read it. Like, oh, fruit smash with hard seltzer. That sounds good. Huh? It's got real fruit juice. It must be tasty. Yeah. No, not so much. It might be, it might be entirely too healthy for our sugary taste buds. It, it tastes more like a boozy LaCroix. Yeah. anything right yeah, now. Yeah, I believe that. That's my take so far. All right, let's, uh, I think we've talked enough about women. Let's get- I uh, know, <laughs> I'm over it. Let's get on to men. Let's see if yeah. I can defend myself against something you might say. Okay. All right, so men like convenience. Okay. Apparently that means men are renowned for being lazy in certain elements of their lives, one of them being the way they date. Convenience is key for men. They must make the effort to begin, but once the routine is established- they want a partner near them, near to them, who is only a short journey away. Yeah. So apparently, men just only want to date women that are right then and there, and it's very much just object permanence. So thank God you weren't more than a couple miles away from where I lived; otherwise, we'd not have gotten married. Apparently, I guess not. <laughs> Do you live around the corner? No. Well, bye. <laughs> oh my God, GQ magazine. Yeah. Well, so, I have I have dated people in the past, and I've done long distance relationships, and I I can see how part of that makes sense. Um, again, everybody's different though. Like some people are like, I'm okay with it, you know? Um, but apparently men are just like, at, their attention spans like to nothing. So if you're not, if you don't live around the corner, I guess right. it's not going to work out. Here's one that I don't agree with. Okay. Uh, men don't like over eagerness. Explain. So here it says like, um, they don't, they don't want an over eager woman. They, but they want, they want a woman to basically give them their number and like, you know, introduce themselves and like. Okay, so if yeah. she's too forward, then not into it. But she's got to get okay. So it's basically the, the whole like chase thing. Yeah, which which as a as a man, my, like any man, I'm sure that like when I was in my early twenties and teens, I'm sure I've waking up at night and thought, oh my god, that girl who was talking to me, the reason she kept wanting to stay closer to me was she wanted to date me, and it's like, yeah, I'm a fool. Yeah, there, there's definitely a level where a lot of men are just kind of like, give me the sign, but also I can't read the signs. So an over an over eager woman is very much appreciated. Yeah, it's like over eager, but not too eager. I want her to be interested, but I don't want her to ask for my number. Which, what? Which leads to the next one very well. Men need the message loud and clear. 
because <laughs> they're so simple. Yes. Uh, men do not overanalyze dates, body language, or text talk. This can leave dates feeling very confused as to whether a woman actually likes them. No matter how much flirting and hair twirling goes on, to have the confidence to ask a woman out on a second date, men need the, the spe things spell out for them. So you need her to say, hey, I like you. Your face, all of this, yes. I mean, you're that's that's what needs to happen. Turn around, yes, that too. I like that. That's 100%. <laughs> that's what men need. Like, there's a lot of times I was like, she probably doesn't like me, but I'm sure some girl felt like if they're I still wish she would talking to you by the end of the date or whatever, and you guys or you guys can't like stop talking and getting to know each other, and like time seems like it's flown by, yeah, they're into you. So whatever, Fair. or they're manipulative like to the freaking core. But I think that's hilarious. You need to be loud and clear because they are so dumb. So here's one for both of them. Oh, uh, both sexes are as picky as each other. Okay. Uh, so basically what it, you know, reads out as some of the requests I see receive can be very outlandish and specific. Today, I met a man who wanted to find a five foot five blonde woman, age 28, who must earn 10 cents less than him. And who knows the difference between a deep backward square and a third man in cricket. This is a UK written article, so they may explain. Definitely going to slap the yeah. shit out of whoever that person is. Women can be equally as picky. Yesterday, I met two women, one who wants the stereotypical tall, dark, and handsome man, and the other who's determined to get engaged in Bora Bora. So much so that she would bring it up on the first date. I carefully advised the second woman that this wasn't the best first impression. Yeah. Which is kind of true. You probably don't want to date some woman. And she's like, I, do you want to go to Bora Bora in about a year and a half where we can get engaged? Yeah, that's a little, see, that to me goes in the whole line of the over eagerness. Like, I want to have kids. I want to get married. What do you want to do in a year? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. So Slow I guess that leads role. to a, a bigger question. When do you bring like kids, marriage, and lifestyle up in dating? I think that depends on one, your age, and two, how many numbers of dates you've already been on. If you get on that topic on the first date, I still think you should be honest. Like, oh, yeah, I would love to get married in a few years. Um, or, like, I would love to have kids in a few years after I get married or something like that. I don't think that's to scare somebody away. I just think that person knows what they want. And if they ain't it, well, at least you know from the very beginning that this is what this person wants. If you don't want that, well, then, hey, we should just be friends, you know? Speaking of what you want, why don't you pop open that Barry Blast and I'll give my opinion. You and your transitions. <laughs> See, I can, I can successfully transition. Meanwhile, you just wham, we're going to the next one. <laughs> um, so I think I, I forgot who I explained this to at one point. But here, here is my idea behind first dates and how you present yourself. Usually you want to kind of give like a, I guess what I would say is a shallow version of yourself. Like never lie. Never lie about who you are. Yeah. Never lie about what, what you are. But give like an introductory version of yourself. So like be like maybe 20, a quarter percent of yourself the first time you meet someone. Yeah, you should be open and honest, but also you should maybe leave a little bit left for the imagination or mystery. What do you think of the drink? All right. So the Berry Blast is actually probably probably my favorite so far. Yeah, it's it's better than the other two guys for sure. But like you said before, these definitely taste like LaCroix. Yeah, the Berry Blast for sure. Is a LaCroix with a little extra zhuzh. I don't know if, I don't know if any of you are drinking LaCroix before. All five of you who listen to our podcast. But uh, LaCroix are those things reminiscent of what fruit feels like when chugging water. 
Or if like a fruit truck drove by while you were drinking water, you just so got like, like a, a smell. So, say you're walking down the Walmart aisle and you just happen to walk by the uh, the strawberries and be like, yeah. oh, LaCroix. That's basically how LaCroix tastes. Yeah. Just a, a little little breath. Uh, but yes, my, uh, my whole philosophy behind first dates are pretty much about 25% of yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't lie. Just just don't go full strength. Don't go full Monty. Don't go what don't go full what? Monty. Full Monty. What is that? <laughs> you don't know what that is? I do not know what that is. I think it's like whenever So you don't even know what it is, but you naked used it. and they're using like their balls for something. I don't know. I can't that, that's, that's fine. I, I can't an, talk about it. It's, I used it's the word not pragmatic PG. earlier. I'm not even sure I used the it's used not it correctly. PG and not PG thirteen, that's for sure. On this podcast, we really try to seem smarter than we actually are. Not doesn't as, always work. Yeah, doesn't always work. <laughs> doesn't always go in our favor. I think I tried to use discretion early with someone in text and I Googled <laughs> it and I'm like, oh, that's not what that word means at all. At least you know what defer means. I do know what defer means. That's an inside <laughs> joke. That so no so proud me. of you. Um, yeah, I think there's, you know, don't obviously dump everything on the first date because nobody's perfect. Everyone's a hot mess, but it can be a lot to take in on the receiving end of that sometimes too. And it's like, okay, is this an emotional dumping or is this, this person just letting all their heart out? Right. You know? So that can be a little bit difficult to decipher, I think. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it just depends like the questions and going from that. Are there any other ones that we can look at? I mean, that's that more or less covered most of it. Um, Well, fine. At this point, I would say first date wise, Excuse me. Yeah, what so, is your ideal? So like hard, what? Hard seltzer. These hard seltzers are very. They're gassy. hard. Hard yeah. as in burping hard. Um, like ideally, if you are going to be preparing for a first date and your expectations for a first date, what would they be? Um. So I think I when we went on a first date, I pretty much explained to you like how I do first dates. Yeah, you um, kind of went. You gave me like an itinerary. I didn't we're gonna have. Itinerary. We're gonna go here for drinks. This is how. I now realize this is why you're like your dad. <laughs> We're going to go here, have just a few like drinks. Your father. If things go well, we'll we'll go to another bar maybe. Well, no, I'm explaining my philosophy on a first date. So my idea behind a first date is don't go to a movie. Don't go to a place to eat. Um, go to a place where, you know, you're just getting a cup of coffee or like yeah. maybe one drink at a bar. Yeah. Big reason being is you don't want to be locked in for a certain amount of time for something that may not work out. Uh, one drink at a bar. You have a drink and then you're like, that's eh, not feeling it. And you leave coffee. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, you walk away with that if you're not feeling it at all. Yeah. You're not wasting each other's time. Yeah. is kind of the point. And honestly, I hate first dates being food dates too. So I agree with you on that because it's like, you're wanting to get to know the person and talk to them, but you're eating. Yeah. Just kind of weird because it's like, then you see how they eat. So I, will, and I, will, I don't know. I will caveat that with, there's a difference between. Uh, so how we met, obviously, was a dating website. Yeah. Um, so it was the first time we ran each other. I would say if you knew the person and, like, you know, you knew each other, you seen each other eat before, then maybe it's a bit different. Yeah, I think under different circumstances, yeah. meeting organically versus online, maybe like that. Um, but I would say caveat being um, a coffee date or a just a one-drink date as a first date is not a, it's not a bad idea if you're just, you know, getting to know the person. Correct. I, I agree on that for sure. Um, I guess with, with me and the dating thing, um, I definitely would make sure it's, I'm not a big fan of like dates during the week, unless maybe like a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah. Preferably Friday. 
Um, if it's a weekend, it's also like, oof, I, I gotta like not hang out with my friends and stuff like that. I don't know. I prefer maybe a dates on Fridays and then, yeah, I'm on board with like drinks or, or grabbing a coffee and then you just chat because you're just getting another person. So I think we've came up with our perfect first date. Mm-hmm. Um, about a quarter of yourself mm-hmm. with a coffee or an alcoholic drink. Yes. Or it doesn't have to be alcohol, you know, just go into to coffee, meet somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's not really going to eat. I would say just something they're not do not the object of attention. Like maybe a cup of let's cover something. Maybe yeah, and if things go well, we'll we'll you know, do something else or continue. And that was our first dinner. Yeah. I think it went very well. Yeah, well, I don't really remember. <laughs> but that's that. That's, that's an earlier podcast if you guys want to listen. I believe episode two. I yeah, I think so. Okay. We uh, I remember most part. I remember most of it. But well, yeah. That's good. All anyway, right. what do you want to rate these as? So as we're going back to the uh, hard seltzer fruits, I would definitely say um, pink lemonade and tropical punch are definitely both in the last, um, with a berry blast being the first, as it takes the most less like a Lacroix. Okay. I feel like these are definitely something to mix with, maybe. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I, I'll agree on that. Um, tropical punch bottom for me and pink lemonade after that. And then number one would be berry blast if I had to pick. Fair enough. If, if I was forced to drink any of them, yeah, it'd be berry. Uh, otherwise, no on all of it. Anyway, that's the, that's the end of our podcast. Now you know how you feel about fruit smashes. Uh, if you want to go out and get them, get them if you feel healthy. Do not get them if you don't want to get, if you want to actually taste something good. Yeah, if you want to be healthy. That sounds go. terrible. They're not bad. They're just not that great. There you uh, go. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. I am Christopher. I am Shelby. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. Please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at MetMyMatch, where we post our weekly disputes. Thanks again for listening.